South African is hard. I've really tried to sing along with these lyrics and Apple music and it's so hard. Anywho, that was the musical styling of a guy named San El Musician with Ntaba Ezikude featuring Simi, which is, that this song is just such a vibe. I feel really bad I never got to attend the concert, but anyway, hopefully someone else will bring him in much better um, circumstances than <laughs> what happened a few weeks ago. So anyway, how y'all doing? Welcome back to Melanin Medicine. I'm glad you're tuning in and I hope you've subscribed and you're liking and sharing with your friends. Um, Yeah, and just let me know what you think and what you want me to talk about. Um, Imagine I still haven't gotten a chance to feature some people on the episode. But like I said, most of the time I'm recording this shit, I'm just very random most of the time sitting half naked on the bed um, with a mic attached on some part of my body. Anyway, uh, how was your weekend? Um, I ended up doing something I never thought I'd be doing. Uh, there was a lot of hype about this artist called Masego, who I'd never heard of until a month ago when he announced he was coming to Nairobi. And I was like, okay, who is this nigga? And then I listened to his music and it was actually kind of quite cool, but... I still had very strong reservations about going for his concert because one, it's not like I knew the songs and two, his music is too sexy to go and just listen to it by yourself, surrounded by couples and shit. So me already knew it wasn't something that I was going for, but I felt I faced so much pressure from my friends. And then to be honest, also had nothing to do on Saturday and somebody, someone bought me a VIP ticket. So I was like, why the hell not? And, yo, we had such a blast, my friends and I. And then I have to tell you the highlight, the highlight. Of course, okay, apart from having fun with my friends, one of the highlights was, okay, let me not call it a highlight. I feel like I was not worthy. <laughs> I met I met Bram Safiri and he was just walking. And I'm like, oh, my God, Bram Safiri. Don't ask me why I did that. And he's like, hi. And he's like, do you want to go meet Masego backstage? And I was like, okay and then he took my cousin and I and then we met Masego and he was so lovely and pleasant and his lips woo, child his lips his lips are everything though I think his nose are very his nose his nose I meant his nostrils are very nosy like very big anyway he gave such a phenomenal performance even though I, I couldn't sing along I really enjoyed it it's nice to see I think Kenyans appreciating more jazzy type of music so I'm hoping it's a trend that will last long that I can leverage on, if you know what I mean. Um, and then you guys have experienced something for the first time today. And I just had to share it with you guys because I'm still like not believing this happened to me. For the first time ever, I got to fly business class. And child, I think my life will never be the same. I don't even know how I'm going to fly again if it's not business class. I have no idea. Like, 
first of all, the bed, the bed extends all the way. Like it's like a flat bed, a flat fucking bed. Then they have like a menu and it's like a three course meal. They serve it with like your, the table is laid and you're given salt shakers and whatnot. I had like prawns for a starter and then I had chicken and gnocchi gnocchi but it's thanks to my friend i know how to pronounce gnocchi so gnocchi i think is kind of like a pasta like a pasta potato cheesy dish where they they smash they smash the they smash the potatoes i think with cheese and stuff like that and then they boil it it tastes it's like chips but with cheese it, ugh, it's so delicious and then the most decadent mousse anyway so of course okay apart from the really good food i kid you not i had so much bubbly you know when they say take champagne for the pain i wasn't in pain but cha i was feeling woo, just amazing i think i've drank like <laughs> since 10 o'clock last night up to about 1 p- about 1 p.m today i think i had close to two bottles of moe and verve verve like it just tasted so good i didn't get high i didn't get hangovered the movie selection was nice the seats were comfortable of course there are those lovely packs that they give you like ah i just i've had such a lovely experience of course there's access to the lounges um during the what's that thing called interval terminals transfer whatever that thing where you stop somewhere and chill kidogo <laughs> the name has disappeared blame it on the moe <laughs> but yeah i had such a lovely experience and i i wish i really hope i need to work hard enough to even bump myself up to fast class all the damn time then um and speaking of so now that we're talking about champagne, I've been watching reruns of How I Met Your Mother. And there was this episode where they were talking about how everyone reacts to different types of booze. And I remember like <laughs> Ted was talking about how when he takes bourbon, he becomes like a world-class phenomenal beatboxer. And then <laughs> his friends had to tell him like, yo, dude, you are horrible at beatboxing. Like, then you see the version where they show what he he feels he does when he's high on bourbon and then what he actually does when he's high on bourbon are, like, two different things. And, of course, they ruin the experience for him. But, yeah, I liked how they were talking about how different alcohol reacts in different ways to each and every one of them. And it got me thinking about how my drinking habits. Yeah, it, it got me thinking about my drinking habits. Um, I was actually quite a late bloomer when it came, when it, when it, comes to drinking sorry i didn't drink throughout uh university actually in campus i was a very sober person and i still used to go out and stuff um in fact i used to love it because i used to feel like i had the upper hand in comparison to people who've actually drunk like for me it was i will get to know all your secrets and i'll use them against you and i remember men used to feel so bad when i asked when they tell me they want to buy me a drink and i'm like i don't drink or i tell them buy me water or buy me a fanta they used to just be like i'm not wasting my money on that so i tell them then you just give me the money and then they still don't want to give me the money so they just ended up leaving me alone because i wasn't feeling their stories um but yeah I feel like I really prolonged um drinking because at the time I really wasn't interested in it I never used to like how it tasted and then 
I felt like I was also kind of prolonging it because everyone in my family used to drink apart from me. So I was just like, I knew eventually I'd drink, but I was just like, I I don't need to right now, so let me not. And then I started working and then adulting just became too much. I was unable to can without alcohol and yeah, yeah, I am now. And so I think also um, starting to drink late, because I think I started drinking at about 23, 24 just made me like a poco for alcohol <laughs> by poco i mean i don't really have like a poison i can drink anything i'm those people who i can tell you i had like i had jaeger vodka whiskey rum and cocktails in one night that's the kind of poor decisions that i make but yeah i also feel like different different types of alcohol also react differently for example i'll start with jaeger there's just something about the ceremony of taking a jaeger just a shots in general, but yeah, for me, Jaegers are the drink that I have a love-hate relationship with. Like, I like them, but then the effect of drinking Jaeger sometimes is just... Okay, let me just say, I never remember. For me, Jaeger gives me total memory wipeout. I don't remember anything. Like, I'll wake up in the morning fresh as fuck, but ask me what happened yesterday. I'm not even able to tell you. And so, I like... I can take either Jaeger or I can take a Jaeger bomb. I don't really mind either. I find taking Jaeger... Sorry. Oh my God, I forgot to put my phone off. Yeah, I find taking either is quite okay. So yeah, even and in as much as it makes me lose my memory, I still end up taking it. So it's, it's one of my preferred choice of shots. Um, but now I try to take B-52s. So B-52s are like a mix of Kahlua. It's like, it's Kahlua, um, Amarula or Bailey's and then Control. Yeah, it's, it's a shooter. It's really nice. I like it, especially when it's lit. I think it looks so cute and, and it just makes it quite ceremonial. It's like blowing candles off your cake. I like it. Um, so that one never has like a bad effect on me. So that's what I usually prefer to ha- to have. And it's not many places I have it. I think I drink it at Mercury and at Jay's. Then there's tequila. I can't stand tequila. And for me, tequila, just the smell is so pungent. It just reminds me of there's one birthday. Oh, my God. I was celebrating my birthday in a club called Double Inn that used to be in Karen. They used to have the most amazing toffee shots, toffee vodka shots for 100 bob. So it was this big club in Karen. Anyone who's lived in Karen a long time knows about Double Lane. It was such a dope place. So I remember I had my birthday there and then I was moving to to Blix. And then guys gave me, I think, 10 shots or something like that. Next thing I know, I'm waking up at 6 in the morning. It's my birthday. I'm going to cut my cake. Nothing. I remember nothing. I was being told how I threw up everywhere and till today the only reason i believe is because my idiotic friends took pictures of me and i had like gunk next to my mouth i was very unattractive at the time (laughs) but i still never believed it because i remember i was wearing a white dress and it was super clean but yeah we were those guys who were cutting my birthday cake at like 7 a.m in the morning good times good times so yeah after experiences like those i'm not a fan of tequila um so catch me dead drinking that um i like vodka you know, if I go to a store and you tell me to buy a bottle of hard liquor, I'll most probably choose vodka. I find vodka quite, I'll call it, I'll say malleable because I can mix it with a bunch of stuff and it'll always turn out well. So I, I like vodka. Vodka is my poison of choice. Secondly, it's gin. 
So I have like a love-hate relationship with Jin because I feel like Jin makes me make poor decisions, especially when it comes to men. It can be poor, it can be good, but I just find it's like shit can go left very easily or right, depending on my mood at the time. But it's, if you want me all over, you just give me Jin, basically. And yeah, there are things which I'm usually told I do and I, I am just like, that was not me, that was the Jin. So lately I've been into pink gin, there's Gordon's pink gin, and then today I've discovered this new one called Poro Indios gin, strawberry gin, and it tastes amazing. I don't know how I'm going to go back to the world of Gilby's or Hendrix or Tankari, but I like it. Um, I used to drink Captain Morgan Spice Gold, but it also just used to make me have a lot of memory loss, so I haven't drunk it in like two years. And then my favorite drink, which I'm always talking about and I'm always craving, and I think it's becoming like a problem, is Savannah. Oh, Savannah, Savannah, Savannah. Remember I told you guys how it just tickles on your tongue? Like, you just have to say, ah! I find it so refreshing, and there's nothing as refreshing. Snap kind of comes close, but it's not quite the same. I can't explain it. Hunter's Gold is on the same level, but it's so difficult to find it yet. Which is quite strange because they're supplied by the same person. So I don't understand what happens. But I really like Savannah. I discovered in when I was in Cape Town, they have a tequila flavored Savannah. Which tastes nothing like tequila. And it tastes kind of awesome. I'm hoping to one day taste the rum infused one. I hear there's one. And I'm hoping that tastes nice. Um, and then finally, my main choice of alcohol whenever I go out or anywhere in public is usually cocktails because i feel like buying like drinking double whiskey double what i find that very expensive for nothing that time i'm not gonna spend like six sock for a double and then i still have to buy a soda so i'm spending like a thousand on one drink when i can buy a drink for 600 a cocktail for 600 and still have the same effect so i'm most probably i'm quite adventurous when it comes to cocktails so mojitos cosmos Caprinas, Mai Tais, me, I'm into all that sh- shit. Sorry, I'm into all that shit. So, yeah, what? Oh, and then finally, wine. You can never go wrong with wine. I recently, towards the end of last year, I started drinking a lot of red wine. I really enjoy it. Um, Prosecco. Those things with bubbles generally just make my heart sing. <laughs> yeah, I really like them. Um, I also like white wine. I've been trying to drink more dry rather than sweet in my false attempt at being healthy. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to know what's your poison? What what does alcohol do to you? And if you're listening to this, please drop me a tweet at Nkirdizel on Twitter and let me know what it what you like to drink. Maybe one day I could buy you one. You never know. You have nothing to lose. And one last thing. Finally, I'd like to give a shout out to my friend, Ken, who just sent me a link to his brand spanking new podcast, which he claims is inspired my, inspired by me as I tap myself on the shoulder. Um, it's called Observation Deck. And I was just telling him how I don't know why he's not using his learned American accent. But anyway, he's a really interesting dude. So just give his podcast a listen. And can you better keep that shit up? So yeah, take care, my lovelies. I hope you have a fantastic month of May. I'm really hoping this quarter is going to be good to all of us. So stay safe and take care. Mwah.